Welcome. You are tuning into Around the Table with the Judges Podcast, presented by Property Guru Property Report, the official magazine of Asia Property Awards and Asia Real Estate Summit. Now, in this special series, you will meet the notable names behind our independent judging panel across our 14 awards markets in 12 countries. Together, we will dive into the nitty-gritty of the judging process, as well as figure out why they are the most deserving to judge the leading industry players. Hello, everyone. My name is Tina Ryan, and thanks once again for tuning in to another episode of our Judges Podcast. Last time, we had a very insightful chat with our Malaysian judges. This time around, we will meet the highly respected judges of the Property Guru Asia Property Awards, India, and Property Guru Asia Property Awards, Sri Lanka. To begin, our judges will introduce themselves, starting with our chairpersons, Amit and Nirmal. Hi, everyone. My name is Nirmal De Silva, and I have the privilege of representing the beautiful sunny island of Sri Lanka as its chairperson of the judging panel. I've been associated with Property Guru over the last five years since the inception of the awards uh, in Sri Lanka. And over the years, we've been able to uh, really showcase some of Sri Lanka's best projects. In fact, a few of those projects also became the best of the best in the region at the gala event uh, held in uh, multiple countries, including Singapore and Thailand. Uh, So looking forward for another edition this year as well, amidst all the economic turmoil and the pandemic impact and so forth, uh, to still showcase some of Sri Lanka's finest real estate projects. Thank you, Dr. Nirmal. May we have Sir Amit? Hi, hi everyone. My name is Amit Khanna. I am the Managing Director of Phoenix Advisors and uh, I'm honored to be the Chair of the India Jury Panel. My colleagues Ajay and Shadar are also with us today on this panel. Um, We've been part of this forum from the time Property Guru decided to come to India. And we've been able to, in a short period of time, uh, most of which overlapped with COVID, been able to have some entries participate in the in the in the India um, Property Award Show as well as the Asia Property Award Show, um, India, as you know, is a diverse country. It's actually an amalgamation of several states. Each state brings with its own its own culture, its own heritage, which is also reflected in architecture and design. And I think um, uh, the country's contribution towards the Asia Pacific property platform is going to be immense in the in the coming future. Hi, my name is Ajay Kapoor and uh, I am from Mumbai. I run a property brokerage firm by the name of 360 Degrees, which focuses on premium and luxury uh, properties only. Uh, I'm also part of a real estate association, which is for brokers. And I head that association in the capacity of a secretary. Um, That's a quick brief uh, background from my side. I'm really happy to be uh, part of uh, the Property Guru Awards. And I'm looking forward to uh, uh, judging it for this year too. Thank you. Glad to have you on board. Sir Nandika. Hi, everybody. I'm Nandika Samaranayaka. I'm a chartered architect uh, with over 25 years experience. And uh, I'm the principal architect and director of ACS Integrated, uh, which is an architectural firm that was established about uh, 12 years back. And uh, I've had the fortune of actually being closely associated with some uh, very interesting projects, including high rises and uh, Maldivian resorts. 
and some five star hotel projects in sri lanka uh, and of course um, some institutional and uh, office buildings and uh, we also do some residential work so uh, it's a wide spectrum but uh, uh, i think that helps especially in this uh, sort of duty thank you sir and finally the only rose among the thorns Hi, my name is uh, Shraddha Mittal. I am the founder and uh, managing director of uh, Resettle. Uh, we're a global mobility company where we work with uh, corporates and multinationals for setting up com- their companies in India, as well as for any of their movement within the countries. And uh, as part of this, within the real estate side for these uh, corporations, we look at the commercial leasing, we look at the high-end residential leasing, and hence have been uh, part of the real estate market now for a uh, a uh, decent amount of time and as amit mentioned um, it's been interesting uh, being a judge for asia property guru for two years now and uh, we're a diverse country and of course as a result of that our design philosophy varies across the diversity that we provide in our country from location to location so excited for this year as well uh, we should have some great entries and a lot of uh, interesting projects to look at Thank you. Now judges for the first question. The Property Guru Asia Property Awards program has helped promote real estate excellence in India and Sri Lanka for several years now. Thanks to the dedication of our independent panel of judges. Now, before we talk about what's going on behind the scenes, can you explain to our audience what is it that you do as a judge? Dr. Nirmal, one of our chairpersons, please go ahead. Well, the most simplest answer for that is we have the privilege of judging great real estate uh, projects and and developments. Uh, that's the most simplified facade, uh, so to say. But behind the scenes, there is a lot of effort that is being put in, as you very rightly mentioned, by the independent panel of judges who come from diverse backgrounds. and years of experience and that wealth of knowledge that they bring to the table uh, in order to judge essentially on three uh, very large criteria the development uh, the developer and then uh, the design part of any project so of course this comes under various other categories from the track record to the design ethos to architecture um the project management side etc cetera, etc cetera. but nevertheless i think it's a rigorous process it is a well thought out unbiased approach in which property guru has been running this i think that's why uh it's the pinnacle of all real estate awards in the region uh and uh, there is a lot of deliberations that go through especially because of the complexities involved in various projects and the operational dynamics involved as well um yeah so to answer your question uh, that's the more difficult part the easiest part is uh, where we all applaud the award winners at the end of the program so i think uh, dr silva said it really well um, what i would like to add is that because of the diversity on the panel of judges what's also unique to the evaluation process is that everyone brings in their own perspective on how they view the project and while while we are sitting as judges and evaluating who will win each category there is a lot for us to also learn from each other and and learn from each other's perspectives 
Thank you. Thank you, Amit. Anybody else would like to jump in? Sure. Um, I think what's interesting also as a result of being a judge is learning about all the interesting uh, projects that are coming up that are coming about across the country and uh, getting exposure to uh, the new developments, whether it's related to design, whether it's re related to uh, sustainability, and just the you know the work from home uh, concept that evolved a few years ago, how that is being integrated. So it's been a very interesting journey alongside to uh, see the different things that are coming about within the real estate sector in India. Thank you. Ajay, Nandika, if there's nothing else I can, like I to can, add. I can quickly add a couple of points on a very broad level. I think uh, if I were to just get down to the deeper level in terms of what is it exactly that we do. So uh, one is we need to understand for every project that we uh, you know, are looking at uh, the vision and the objective of the developer. Uh, starting with that in terms of what is it that he set out to make. Uh, we need to basically, uh, you know, we, of course, part of it, we uh, tend to visit certain projects also. Uh, besides that, observing, uh, you know, uh, various features, amenities, etc., comparing them, uh, analyzing, uh, you know, uh, one project uh, uh, compared to the other. So it, it's the process requires us to do all of this. And that's what really also goes uh, behind the scenes. Thank you. Now, all of you have been appointed because of um, your di diverse expertise in the industry, yet your in-depth knowledge means that you will have your own preferences in materials, designs, and so on. So our question is, how do you ensure that you remain unbiased during the process? Nandika, would you like to go first? Well, um, as an architect, uh, I definitely have my design biases. So, but uh, see, other than being uh, active in the industry, I have also been an uh, examiner and a tutor for the design schools. So one of the things, one of the trainings that you go through in that is that uh, you look at the design uh, from the perspective of the designer and you learn to appreciate certain things that they're trying to achieve. So this we, can, we actually always need to bring into this uh, uh, judging panel because uh, we do not let our own personal design biases get in the way of it. We look at what they're trying to achieve and how well they have achieved it, as well as the functionality of the whole thing. And uh, I think uh, that is the way to approach it. If I may add one thing on that, um, from an integrity point of view, one of the most important elements is that there is an uh, independent auditor who, who audits uh, all the entries as well as our judging process, uh, inclusive but not limited to also visiting some of the sites as part of the uh, judging process. So I think that is one way in terms of uh, where we avoid the bias. The second scenario is that there are various documentation on compliance that we need to fill up in case there is any conflict of interest of our association with certain projects. Um, unlike India, which is a much more large geography, Sri Lanka is a very, very small place. Everybody knows everybody. Uh, myself and Nandika, at times we bump into some of the same projects at the same venue uh, in, our, in our day job. Uh, but nevertheless, it's also about uh, appreciating uh, the dynamics of the project, 
the vision and also what they want to achieve from a customer positioning point of view um so yes there can be situations in which it's be difficult uh due to the preconceived notions that we may have but nevertheless that's where the professionalism of the judging panel comes into play and more importantly the structured process in which property guru has to ensure that these issues are minimized is what differentiates uh, the overall awards program thank you dr nirmal um earlier miss um, shrada um mentioned about integrating work from home uh I think amongst the amongst everybody I'm like the least person with the knowledge in real estate. How do you integrate a working from home in this um in the in the field of real estate? Because I I love working from home. I get to be with my my dog 24/7. <laughs> Um, so this is something we've seen in a few residential projects. Whether it is uh, the parts of India that I work in is North India, and uh, we're seeing that uh, there is a provision being made within residential projects which are coming up for the work from home concept, as well as a co-working uh, of space being available within the residential com- uh, within the residential building for people who want to get away from that. home as well as be able to uh, you know work within the building and not have to go to office so it's a hybrid work from home residential complex if that makes sense so that's interesting things coming up whether that is here to stay we don't know but it's a it it's a, it's an innovation because of the necessity any of the judges would like to add to that feel free to jump in i just like to add a point here i think uh, you know uh, with the pandemic coming in uh, a lot of people moved to work from home as a as a way of working which then moved to work from anywhere as for people you know moving moving to cities or you know uh, places which were not really home but you still being able to work and then now i think the uh, the the buzzword is more about a hybrid uh, way of working uh, there is a lot of there is a there are a lot of people who are still wanting to get back and work from office so that's also a new kind of a trend which is really coming in but the the good thing is that it's seen in a lot of innovation and to add to what shadda just mentioned uh, besides uh, the configuration of homes being changed to be able to allow uh, work from home we are also seeing a new kind of a trend of boutique office spaces in residential areas where uh, uh, developers are wanting to make small offices for people who would like to work from home but can't work from home so they can you know hop on to the next building which is a boutique office building and work from them which is really close to work uh, close to home i'm sorry so so these are i mean there are interesting trends coming up from this culture broadly speaking for our next question on the process itself in the voting period for instance you are all unable to decide between two projects how do you make the final decision and does the chairperson have the final say chairperson amit would you like to go answer that please yeah happy happy to answer that uh, tina so i think one of the reasons uh, we have a diverse panel is is to make an objective decision and the decision typically is not weighed or you know anchored on one individual's preference including the chairs um which also by the way solves for your earlier question on bias so even if one one individual has a strong bias on a project that doesn't necessarily reflect on the decision um so so i would say it's a very well thought out procedure of selection of judges participation in the voting which is equal by everyone and uh, don't forget there is also an overseer above us who's also making sure that the process is run as per gold standards 
I I call it the double D approach, uh, Tina. It's deliberation and debate. Uh, I think that's the key in terms of ensuring that we do justice to the project because we need to be mindful that each and every nominee or participant has done wonderful work, and it's only fair that we evaluate uh, all of them uh, in its merit. and also ensure that we get the feedback from each and every um member of the jury or or the awards team uh simply because not only on the diversity that they bring into the table but also in certain areas where there are certain categories like mentioned earlier on sustainability in terms of the environment the greener uh buildings etc which requires a little bit more uh then the documentations which get submitted uh so that needs to be really uh thought about and you need to have a deeper conversation on it but end of the day it's about consensus it's about uh in very simple terms negotiated diplomacy in terms of uh getting the final outcome thank you dr nirmal if you don't have anything more to add i'd like to go to the next question You have all been evaluating the work and accomplishments of leading players in the industry for the past few years. So please tell us what is it that makes this role worthwhile to you? Uh as Dr. Nirmal said, uh it's been a privilege to be able to be a judge on this and to be able to get access to all the various projects that are coming up across India in the various categories whether it's uh, the developer, the development or the design. and uh, it's been uh, um it's been also interesting to see the trends that are developing it's been interesting to see the kind of projects that are uh, you know uh, being appreciated by a larger audience so i would say that has been the biggest uh, uh, that's been the most interesting part of the judging process yeah so you know uh, i'd like to put an interesting point here see uh, from uh, like i mentioned earlier i run a property brokerage firm so we look at projects from a very different perspective mainly from a saleability perspective what is it that the customer wants but by being part of this uh, platform it's given me a whole new dimension in terms of how i should look at a project from a very a uh, 360 degree perspective if i can put it that way right from the construction or rather right from the planning to the construction to the completion to the sustainability part of it so that's something which interests me quite a lot i'm able to look at projects from a very very different dimension uh, uh, which is very interesting for me chairperson amit please feel free to add anything um so i think the only other thing i'll add to shraddha and ajay is that the last 2 3 years have actually been virtual first virtual for us to a large extent and we've been evaluating projects online and um, the efficiency of technology and the ability to r- virtually travel all over india to see projects has been you know t- tremendously enlightening as well because not only do you get to see details of maps through technology enabled solutions but you also get to see uh, the the completed projects schematics everything everything in one place just sitting in the comfort of your office or home So that also is a great great learning experience and you know you end up you end up doing a lot more than what you would have done if you were doing it physically. Thank you chair. And then as an architect Nandika, why do you think the role is so important to you as a judge? Actually um I would agree uh see the work itself is voluntary but uh, on one hand it's our duty to contribute I consider it my duty to contribute 
for the industry spending that time but uh, secondly it gives the opportunity um, of uh, studying the best projects in the country at the moment so at any moment and uh, there's always a learning experience for me something to take away Seeing all of you devote your time for free to our awards program, what are you most looking forward to at this year's gala presentation? I think from my perspective, I'm looking at uh, how developers across the region are being resilient amidst the global economic uh, scenario as well as uh, overcoming the impact of the pandemic to see how they have redefined their own business models. uh so that they can be more relevant uh in in the industry i'm also uh, looking at how they come up with innovative approaches to design uh to stand out from the rest um as i mentioned earlier uh it's without a shadow of doubt that uh, this is probably the gold standard when it comes to awards and recognition for hard work and commitment so there is definitely stiff competition year on year Uh, and I believe this year is going to be no different. Thank you, Dr. Nirmal. Ajay, Chairperson Ahmed, what are you most looking forward to? Yeah, so, so, Tina, I think one of the one of the things that uh, we we realized when we met the property group team in India a few few months back is there is there is absolutely more joy in meeting people in 3D than 2D. So, absolutely looking forward to that. And and like Dr. Silva said. you know the whole optimism and i'm hoping all the bad news is behind us now so the optimism that not just the judges but even the developers and the property guru team would perhaps uh, have in place at the gala is something that i'm really looking forward to i think i think for me i'm really looking forward to witness the uh, the culmination of the best projects from uh, multiple spectrums from different countries all coming together at one platform sharing of best practices and experiences i think it's going to be an amazing experience to meet the best minds in the business from so many countries and interact and engage and learn from all of them this year we heard that india is looking to recognize leading developers expanding assets with categories such as the best operational office portfolio um yet the work from home policy that was implemented during the covid period is predicted to stay in the long run do you agree with this if yes how will offices survive in the future broadly i see uh, things moving to a very hybrid mode uh, the way technology is advancing at such a fast pace uh, is is you know changing the way people interact engage and you know connect with each other uh, because of that depending on the role and the depending on the kind of work that you're doing uh you may want to physically be available or present in the office or wherever you need to be or you can do it uh, remotely also uh i keep chatting with a lot of people who've you know been on the work from home mode for a fair bit of time and now getting back and then there are still still a lot of people who still prefer that way so depending on the kind of work they did doing uh, there is still a, lo- a large percentage of people who want to continue from work from home a uh, reasonable amount of people who uh, you know would want to be mobile and a very very large section of people who i see uh, who are wanting to get back to work from office or have already got back rather in fact so it's going to be hybrid to a large extent i feel 
I think we touched upon this earlier as well, but uh, talking a little bit more on the commercial real estate side and more so from the need of the uh, client, if I may say. So what we've seen is that, uh, of course, there is a hybrid work from home model that is developing and some companies are adopting that and some not. But those who are looking at getting their employees back to work are looking at innovative office spaces as well. Uh, we're hearing well-being in a very big way. Now, we developers are expected to provide that within the office complex. And it is also something which is not superficial. It's being used. It's being utilized very well, in fact. And even within the office spaces that are being or the commercial real estate that is being designed it's it's being designed in a way to keep certain uh COVID protocols in check, but in a very uh, aesthetically appealing manner, if that makes sense. And looking at uh, you know, working from office in a in a sort of new and innovative way. Chairperson Ahmed, would you like to add anything to that? Yeah, uh, so the only thing I would add is that I think uh, India as a country was always about, you know working out of home and if you were not working out of sorry working out of office and not working out of home and if you were not working out of office you were you were considered to be not working at all and i think this entire work from home and covid period has changed mindsets to that extent um i think from an employer perspective whether it be an indian company or a multinational there is more acceptability for people to work out of any location uh, the, the metric has changed from number of hours you spend at work to productivity and to deliverables. And uh, again, technology has been a great enabler. I mean, for us to be in different countries right now and be on the same screen, uh, logging in at the single click of a button um, has, has, has its own benefits. Um, Sri Lanka, on the other hand, is currently going through a crisis. How do you think this awards program will aid in the recovery of the industry? I'll probably try to change the terminology from crisis to a cycle. Um, and, and we've seen that over the last, uh, last three to four decades in the country. I think first and foremost, it's challenging times. I think it's survival of the most agile. It used to be survival of the fittest, but it's survival of the most agile at the moment. Um, it requires uh, developers uh, and the industry players to really relook at their strategies and the model. Uh, so I think by being able to showcase some of the projects in Sri Lanka to a more wider audience, it will give not only the comfort to the developers that uh, their projects are recognized, but also potentially gain uh, some uh, marketing mileage as well uh, to to sell their projects as well to a, a global audience. I think the other advantage of a platform like Property Guru from a Sri Lankan perspective is that um, the government of Sri Lanka has introduced uh, what we call the Golden Paradise Visa Program uh, for strategic real estate investments uh, coming into the country, ranging from $75,000 onwards. Uh, for five to ten year visa scheme, um, so that will also be a great opportunity to showcase um, certain uh, projects and also get investors to once again relook at the pearl of the Indian Ocean. I think that's where the opportunity lies. Thank you, Doctor Nirmal Nandika. Once again, um, how do you think the awards program will aid in the recovery? 
So construction industry has always been one of the greatest uh, contributors to our GDP. And we also have this uh, fantastic placement in the region. And uh, I mean, to become a trade and uh, tourism hub for recreation. So we have that uh, capacity. But uh, the only problem is that uh, construction industry has suffered. Uh, like Dr. Nirmal said, uh, in this particular cycle, we were hit by both we were hit by two things. One is COVID actually crunching down on the uh, construction industry as well as uh, the fuel prices. So that has impacted us a lot. But uh, I feel that the potential that I was talking about is still there. And a certain depreciation of the LKR is not actually a, uh, not actually too detrimental in this sense because we are looking at opening up those investment opportunities uh, to external investors and that would be the best time for them to actually come in. Only only issue that we are facing right now is that we need to have a solution for the fuel and uh, LP gas crisis because uh, that I look as, as a crisis because if we have a solution for that for a number of months or a year at least, then actually things can start uh, moving smoothly and uh, personally I know a uh, number of investors who were just ready to step in until uh, we, we face this particular crunch uh, with, with especially the fuel situation. So construction industry is mostly affected by the fuel and uh, you know uh, the fuel factor because um, for the for the foreign investment that uh, a certain devaluation of the LKR is actually uh, advantageous. So this would be the best time to actually get them in. So in that sense, I think uh, this exposure in the international arena would be very, very valuable to the country at the moment. I mean, we'll be showcasing our, our developments, the potentials to the entire world. Thank you so much, judges. Now, before we end this episode, may we have our chairpersons invite our leading developers and designers to participate in the 2022 edition of the Property Guru Asia Property Awards India and Property Guru Asia Property Awards Sri Lanka. Thank you, Tina. I look forward to all our developers across the country to participate very enthusiastically in this year's uh, award show. It'll not just give you a chance to be highlighted, uh, not just within India, but also on a global platform among, among peers from, from the industry. Uh, but it will also give you a chance to benchmark yourself against what, what your peers are doing and perhaps give you a little bit of a boost to compete vigorously, not just in the award show, but also on your projects. Thank you, Chairperson Amit. Dr. Nirmal? Yeah, I think uh, this is a unique opportunity for Sri Lankan uh, real estate developers and industry professionals once again uh, to come on board on this fabulous global platform to showcase their competencies, uh, projects, and also differentiate themselves amidst its regional peers. Uh, and this time is going to be much unique during challenging times. I believe it's the best opportunity to really showcase what you have done uh, because that will give you the necessary the PR marketing support, which is much needed to ensure that your inventory um, is sold. So this is a, a earnest appeal uh, to Sri Lankan developers 
really look at the opportunity, capitalize on it. Uh, you will be recognized uh, amidst the best of the best. There's a lot to learn, a lot of opportunities to network as well. And um, collaboration as well. The world is becoming a smaller place uh, and collaboration is the key moving forward. And I think it's a great platform and uh, looking forward to seeing all of y'all coming up with your entries, not only for the current projects, but some of the prospective projects also that we are very well aware of that you are um, focused on. Once again, our deepest appreciation to all our judges for generously devoting your time and expertise to our awards program. We would also like to remind everyone that nominations are open until the 2nd of September, so be sure to send in your entries on time. Submissions are accepted at asiapropertyawards.com. Special shout out to our partners this year, official magazine, Property Guru, Property Report. Official ESG partner, Bondec Foundation. Official cable TV partner, History Channel. Official PR partner for Sri Lanka, PR Wire. Official partner for India, it's Flashman Hillard. And official supervisor, HLB. There you have it, the distinguished judging panel of the Property Guru Asia Property Awards India and Property Guru Asia Property Awards Sri Lanka. Thank you for joining us today and we'll see you in the next episode.